One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Pat Cummins. I'm Josh Hazelwood. I'm Lisbon Kawaja. I'm Mitch Marsh. I'm Darren Lehman. I'm Mitch Stark, and you're listening to the Unplayable Podcast. This is the Unplayable Podcast. On today's episode, we hear from Australia coach Matthew Mott ahead of the Commonwealth Bank Women's Ashes Series opener this Sunday in Brisbane. Bowl six questions to speed to Pat Cummins and play a round of Ashes trivia with gloveman Matthew Wade. We start with Matthew Mott, who is in Brisbane with the Australians as they prepare to take on England in the first ODI at Allen Borderfield on Sunday. I started our chat by asking him how the mood was in the Southern Stars camp. Uh, look, I think it's nice, uh, anxious excitement, I think. Um, obviously, this rain's um, a bit annoying and uh, a bit, little bit disruptive, but I think we, we made the most of the, you know, the indoors today and um, got some game-like scenarios, and I think everyone's um, you know, ready to go. I think they've had a great preparation back in their home states in the, the first round of WNCL, so I think everyone's in good form, and uh, we just need this weather to clear off, and they're ready to go. Not just here, but what's been the focus of the camp leading up to the first uh, first game? Uh, look, it's been a mixture. I think we've tried to really individualise the plans. Um, it's certainly something we addressed after the World Cup that we probably just needed to articulate our plans, both batting and bowling, a little bit more clearly for individuals. Um, and across the board, I suppose, from a batting perspective, I think we've been solid and dependable over the last couple of years, but we're really looking up the ante when, when we get teams and, and try and you know, put the foot on the throat a little bit more and, and finish off our innings. Um, and, and a lot of extra attention through the middle. Um, with the ball, it's just about understanding the game a little bit better and when it's time to defend and, and, and knowing your strategies to try and uh, not leak so many boundaries and just get players off strike in key periods. So uh, that's probably the main area. I think everything else is, is going along well. I think our fielding's been rock solid and uh, we'll also look to improve that. But, but generally, um, yeah, we're going OK. So England got the game over you in the World Cup and then they won it. There's a bit of a revenge in the Ashes out here. Uh, not so much revenge because it's a different format and um, you know, the Ashes is important in its own right. Uh, I think we had a mag- mag- magnificent series against them last time over in England. Now it's in our, in our backyard and I think everyone's been looking forward to that. I think we're playing at some excellent venues. Um, you know, to, to have a, a full house here um, you know, with everyone will be a great way to start things off. And Coffs is a great place. We played South Africa there last year. and. North Sydney throws up something really special with, with day-night tests, pink ball. Um, and then obviously Marnica is, is what it is and it's, it's been a great venue for women's cricket as well. And from that last game in the World Cup to the first game at Allen Waterfield, do you expect there to be too many changes to the 11? Uh, there'll be a couple little subtle changes, but you know, to be really honest, there's, there's still a few balls in the air and that's, that's why it would be really, really good for us to play these couple of trial games um, or practice matches, for want of a better word. But um, yeah, we're, we're excited about some of the hard decisions we're going to have to make. We've got players in form. Um, we want to get our team balance right, and that means we're going to have to make some hard calls. So um, that's what you want. Um, you know, and whoever misses out is going to be desperately unlucky. In 2015, Australia won the one-day league before that test match. How important is it to get off to a good start? And do you reckon the pressure was a little bit off for you guys, considering you had the one-day series in the bag before that test match? There's no doubt you want to start the series well. I think um, across the board, no one wants to get behind. I think you um, you have the ability then, if you if you get off to a good start, to not relax, but but also just get into your game, and you know that you can trust your plan. So it's a huge game, the first game. Um, it's the only one we really care about at the moment. We've got you know, obviously we've practiced pink ball stuff and that, but that's down the track. So. 
Uh, you know, the last tournament we played in was a, was a one-day World Cup. Uh, England were the champions, so um, it's going to be a hell of a battle over the next uh, three games. And after what happened at North Sydney Oval in the JLC one-day cup match, are you confident the pitch will be right for the test match? Yeah, look, I've, you know, North Sydney Oval's always been um, a, a batting paradise and I think um, to have one a little bit different is, pre- is probably good. About time the bowlers got a little bit back, I would have thought, but um, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a great wicket. Um, it's still a little while away as well um, and any issues that might have been there will be rectified, I'm sure. What are biggest strengths of your squad here? I think our depth, um, you know, we, we've got, um, you know, we've genuinely got 14 to pick from and could go with any of those at any stage. I think they've all pretty much proven performers um, and, and it's, you know, we are, as I said to you before, we're going to have to make some really tough decisions and that's, that's what you want as a, as a selection unit. You don't want to be having players getting a free ride and there certainly won't be in an, anyone in our 11 that um, hasn't earned their spot. What about danger players from the English? Oh, look, I think Sarah Taylor for them. Um, she's obviously an outstanding wicketkeeper, but with the bat, she scores at a really quick rate. Um, sometimes can take the game away from you, even if you're bowling well. So, to me, she's a key wicket. But you know, they're they're pretty good across the board. Their batting unit uh, fired pretty much for the the whole World Cup. Um, and they're obviously they're they're leading their attack. It's Brunt and Strubsell. Um, you know, they you, you almost lock them in for the first ten overs of of a one-day contest, and they've done that for a long time. So. Um, they'll be tricky here, especially if you know, we've been under covers for a couple of days and we'll, we'll need to be really mindful of what the conditions throw up. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're probably the keys for them. Yeah. New-ish skipper. She opens the batting for New South Wales. Where do you think she's going to slot in for the Australian team? Yeah, she'll be most likely in the middle order spot, um, which she has done for us before. Um, and, you know, she, she is an experienced player. I think she, you know, she hasn't played the last couple of years, but you know, she's already started the season in, in great form. Um, having watched her from afar for the last couple of years, I think she's a classy player, and um, she she's proven that when she come back in, she's done a done a really good job in that middle order, and just has got a nice, cool head, um, reads the game situation well, and ups the ante when she needs to. Sixth bowl was a little bit of an issue over there in the World Cup. How have you looked at rectifying that? Yeah, look, we that's one of the the big things that we we identified that we needed to improve on. Um, you know, we had some options there, and they didn't quite come off, and. Uh, I think a couple of innings just showed that up, and you know our, our plans were pretty good for the majority of the time. But the, the couple of times when it it didn't go well, it went really badly. So um, yeah, I think we need that six bowling option, and that that's probably why that's going to be the hardest decision on on terms of our team balance. A lot of spinners in this squad. What's going to determine who plays and how many spinners play? Um, we'll just. I mean, it, it is literally horses for courses. I think. Look at each each of the conditions. Um, we don't want to have a two spinner heavy attack, but we we also mindful of whose record's best against who, and we do our matchups in terms of who's most likely to bowl at certain players. So all that comes into the mix. Um, but you know, in an ideal world, we'd probably have three spinners and three quicks, and be able to chop and change a little bit, especially with the, I suppose, the conditions that we're most likely to face here uh, at AB Field. And, um, it's got to be a little bit green with all the, the rain that's been around. So, um, you know, the, the, the seamers will certainly come more into consideration. Seam Bowler, she's also one of the premier batsmen, Elise Perry, run machine over the past couple of years, hasn't quite got that 100. Do you reckon she's far off? No, not far off. You can't keep getting that close and not get there. And I, I, you know, as I've said to her, I think it'll be like the monkey off the back. Once you get one, I think it'll just be a habit. Um, she's fallen desperately close. A couple of not outs in there. 
Um, but you know, batting at four, you're probably less likely to get hundreds than you know, opening or batting at three. So uh, I know it's a goal of hers, but it, it doesn't seem to affect her that much. You know, she just goes about her business, and um, you know, she's been an incredibly consistent performer. But you know, I'd love to see her get a get a hundred, and um, and then I think it'll just be become a habit. Yeah, the squad's got two informed wicket keepers, um, both accomplished batsmen, batters. Um, what do you, can they both exist in the same team? Is it tough to have them both playing in the same eleven? Well, that's the that's the, the big question at the moment, and um, you know, I take their wicket keeping aside, they're, they're definitely you know some of Australia's best batters. So the fact that wicket keepers is, is a bonus in many ways, but um, you know, both are outstanding players, both done very different roles for us over um, you know the last year or so. Elise uh, Alyssa Healy's been excellent at um, providing that sort of punch at the back end of the innings. She struck at 150 during the World Cup and executed the role that we asked her to do really well. And you know, Beth's last 18 months have been you know, really good. Um, she's, she's got us off to solid starts a lot. And the, the game that we play is about getting a big, big base to start with and trying to come home like, like most of the teams in the world. So, um, yeah, they, they, I think they both can exist in the same side, but that's, uh, that's certainly the, the, one of the selection dramas that we'll have over the next couple of days about getting now our top six batters right. So, um, you know, it's, it's, there's still a couple of opportunities for players to put their hands up. Disruptors week, as you said, with the rain. Um, it's going to change much. What 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 would happen if like, the game does get washed out in this series? How will that change the complexion of it? You mean the first the first match or, or any game? Uh, yeah, look, I, I think um, well, it just means there's one less opportunity to win, I guess. But we'd hate to see it washed out here purely because of the amount of time and effort that's gone into it. I mean, Jared, uh, the the groundsman here, has done an amazing job. Uh, you wouldn't believe it, but you know, a couple of weeks ago it was dry as up here, and you know, ha- having to put water into it. So, and then he's had to deal with the amount of rain that we've had, and the, the oval looks magnificent. So, I'd love to see a full house here, uh, us playing, but um, a lot of that's out of our hands. So, we just keep adapting. You know, we've we've adapted even you know, today, tomorrow we'll have to adapt again, um, try and get some cricket in somewhere, um, and then just yeah, keep keep um, reprocessing what we've got up next. And finally, if there's one sort of KPI that you would really want to tick off throughout the whole Ashes series, what would that be? Beat them. <laughs> uh, no, look, I, I, I think across the board we've got improvement to do. Um, we know that. I think that you know, we, we played good, solid cricket in the World Cup, but um, we all know we've got another gear. I'd love to see the players. Um, one of the things Alex um, Blackwell said a, um, you know, a year or so ago is play like your 12-year-old self, and I, I'd, I'd like the players to go out and play like that with the you know the fun and the carefree attitude that um, you did when you were 12 years of age and you just wanted to play the game so for me that, that's a big thing for us so we we train hard we work hard but we also go out and play with a smile on our face thank you Marty. all the best cheers mate paddy uh, what's your favorite delivery what's the best delivery that you bowl my favorite delivery is a nice outswinger to a right-hander Put it up there. Yeah. Seam up, swing away. Absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, who's the player you most enjoy watching? The player. Um, I love seeing AB de Villiers in full fly, mm. in uh, in T20s or one days. Not when I'm bowling, but when he's um, you know doing sweep shots and he, he just looks like he gets bored hitting one area, so he hit to another one. He's just so dynamic. Yeah, I quite enjoy watching him. How about around the world, even in Australia? Who's the most underrated opponent you've come across? Underrated opponent? Oh, I, th- I think someone like Mo and Ali's um, well, he's starting to guess, get a bit more notice, but um, I think the role he plays down the bottom order where he comes in and is quite fearless and mm. 
I think he, he's won England you know, quite a few games off his own bat. So someone like him, I'd say. If you could be any other cricketer in the world for one day, who would it be and why? Do you mean past or present? Or doesn't matter. Someone like Matty Hayden, because he's not a fast bowler, so he doesn't have to run in all day. He's not a <laughs> spinner, so he's not going to get smacked for six. Mm. He's not a keeper, so he doesn't have to squat down you know, 600 times in a day. And when he goes out to bat, he can just brutalise the opposition. He's just big, walks down the wicket, plays his shots, take the, takes the game on. I like, yeah, I think he's got a... way he plays the game is pretty cool. Makes a lot of sense to me. What about a piece, a special piece of unique equipment just for you that you couldn't play without? Special piece of my... Uh, probably my shoes. Go on. I've got a really, really wide foot. Um, so I got New Balance to, to specially make me some shoes um, where they kind of stretch them nice and wide for me um, and they just fit perfectly, nice and light. My favourite favorite bit of equipment. There you go. Finally, what's the ultimate tea time meal? Ultimate tea time meal? Oh, as in like cricket tea? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the old party pies and party sausage rolls Heaps of tomato sauce. You're not the only one to say that. They're very popular. We never get them though. We always get salads and wraps. And well, you're professional athletes. We'll burn it off. <laughs> Give it to us. <laughs> Let's do the quiz. Mm, you ready? Here we go. Here we go. When was the first Ashes Test played? Oh, that's ridiculous. What like? It had to start somewhere, mate. Yeah, I know. But why did you give me that one? Because you heard the other one. <laughs> That's too hard. <laughs> That's too hard. Have a stab, mate. Have a stab. I don't know. When was the first game of cricket played? Oh, I can tell you it was five years before this game. <laughs> I've got no idea. 1882. Oh, that was, yeah, I got that. There you know. Yeah, that's good. All right, this one, this one might be a bit tough then. <laughs> when was the Bodyline series? 82. It started. Mm. Eight, 1982 it started. 1882. 1882 it started. Yeah. So body line, a bit after that, but not too long after that. I don't know, what was it? 18, I don't know, but I'm stabbing. Stab, go have a go. <laughs> 82 was the first Ashes. 1882 was the first Ashes test. Body line came a little bit after that, like decades after that. <laughs> 1960 something. Oh, 32, 33. Oh, only 30 years old. All right. <laughs> These ones are a bit more recent. Okay. Name the bowler who Steve Waugh hit for four off the final ball of the day. Oh, uh, I don't know his name, but it was a it was a left arm offy, right arm offy, right arm offy. Mm. I don't. I do not know his name though. Yeah. Richard Dawson. Dawson. How Dawson. many tests did he play? Not many after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many wickets did Mitchell Johnson take in the thirteen fourteen Ashes series? Wow, something crazy, wasn't it? Uh, five tests. I'll say forty wickets. Close, 37? 37, yeah. Good. Who has taken the most wickets in Ashes contests? McGrath. His mate. Warney. Yeah, Warney. I was going to say Warney, but I just thought... A bit too easy. I just thought England nipping around. Yeah, good point. He played a lot of games though, Warney. Yeah, he did. He started and McGrath got injured, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. And finally, name Peter Siddle's hat-trick victim at the Gabba in 2010. Broad. How'd he get him? LBW full toss on the foot. There you go. All right. Couple that's, that's, my, that's more my era, you know? It was seven maybe years. Like, well, you like, don't know the stuff in. <laughs> oh, the Steve Wall one was good, but the 1800 yeah, ones, that's tough. That's tricky. But it's history. Now you know it. <laughs> I don't. I've forgotten <laughs> it already. 
That's it for today's episode. We'll be back next week, but don't forget to grab a CA Live Pass to watch all the Women's Ashes action starting from Sunday, not to mention the finals of the JLT One Day Cup that are streamed exclusively live and free on cricket.com.au and the CA Live app. Bye for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.